Hey, this is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundance Success Series. Our primetime mastermind promotes empowered focus, decisive action, and inspired outcome. I'd like to give you an announcement. We have a Facebook show page I'd like you to go to to hook up with awesome listeners of the show. There you can find out about great upcoming events and guests for our show. Tonight, I have part two of my interview I did with Chicken Soup for the Soul creator, Mark Victor Hansen. Yes, Mark Victor Hansen. You're going to enjoy this interview. When I took marketing in school, I asked an inquisitive question that almost got me thrown out of my class for good, which was, do you own a business? <laughs> do you believe entrepreneurship should be taught at the uh, junior high, high school level uh, in schools? I, I, and, think it's, I think it should be mandated, and the reason it's got to be mandated is where I live in the great state of California, which has got 36 million of us and mm-hmm. soon to go to 55 million, is the governor has talked to me the other day, and, and we're basically upside down. He's fire. He's sixty billion dollars short, and he's hoping he's firing half the tight teachers. Firing, saying goodbye, teachers, goodbye, principals. Some of my friends have called me and said, "What do I do?" I said, "Well, you got to start creating your own income because there is no more governmental income. That in Social Security, long term, in our great country is dead. I, I don't want to talk for any foreign countries, but." We're in the economic malaise until those of us at the grassroots level, the bottom up, it used to be top down. That was a Ronald Reagan type economy, and that was cute, but it doesn't work. Bottom up, everybody can make money starting tomorrow if they just know how, and I teach them how. And let's do it to every kid in America. Let's get every kid reading Cash in a Flash. And when they see that these other normal kids are all making fortunes and having fun doing it, like one little girl mm-hmm. here in my home city asked, uh, Ash, what is, what is her name? Ames is her last name. Hold on one second, I got to look. Allison Ames. Uh, I got too many kids that I'm writing these books about. Um, you know, she started baking, and and now she makes five hundred thousand a month selling logo cookies and cupcakes online. My wow. Parents are bakers, and if you told me that my dad, who probably never made over five grand a year in his life, you know, could do that, I'd say, Sabrina, that's cute, but I don't think so. Mm. I was wondering, on your your site for the uh, Cash in the Flash, I was just reading through, and along with the book that I'm now reading, is about how to ge- and generate instant uh, fortune from information marketing, and people call that intellectual marketing. Can you yeah, speak a bit about that? Right. That's right. Uh, well, can you speak a little bit to that? Because many people don't, don't you're, you're saying we have knowledge, but they discount themselves. Well, everybody's got... It, knowledge, they got wisdom, they got insight, they got possibilities that mm-hmm. are, are replete and complete. I mean, from a spiritual point of view, it says the kingdom of heaven is within, and everyone's got the kingdom, and, and it's the kingdom is the process and place of ever-expanding good in your mind. So, you know, let's get that working at a, at a high, full-tilt boogie. Anyhow, so the 38 forms of intellectual property we really covered in a book I wrote called uh, uh, cracking the Millionaire Code, but it is is like books. It is like franchises. It is like um, plays, movies. Everything that is is uh, viral, the whole Internet, and everybody needs to be online today. And the new online is going to be the telephone, and the new telephone with G4 is going to do such cool things. And let's say you can't use a phone. Well, one of the companies I invested in is called Vantage Point, and we own a thing called the Impulse Pin. Uh, Pulse Pin. Pulse, P-U-L-S, mm-hmm. and and you can go E, P-U-L-S-E. I know how to spell Pulse. Anyhow, you can go to any <laughs> Target store, and I'm not selling them, but 
It is the new computer is a, the size of an ink pen, and it's got full memory, and you write it in a notebook, and if you talk it in, you can press the button and say, what did I say to Sabrina? And it says, go back to page 26, paragraph 3. And then if I want to hear it in Spanish, and it's you pre-code it to two languages, Spanish and Mandarin, let's say, I can press one button and it'll say the same word in English that you printed, not cursive, printed in, in uh, Spanish or Mandarin. And now I'm learning a foreign language and I get to learn more stuff than ever before. This is like the most exciting times in history, but the danger, Sabrina, is that people watch TV, and I'm saying shut off television and go get together five of your friends and tell your vision. Right. Isn't right. that cool? That is cool. And it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. We've got mindless television. And I, I I know there are a few shows out there that are just awesome, but, you know, for the most Not part. Not many. Not very many, yeah. Or that yeah. great. What happens is that, you know, the people getting on a call like this and listening to something's mindful is going to stimulate them and think and go, holy cow, if Mark's telling the truth and I go study his stuff, I can go write a book or do a play or do a movie or do a franchise or, you know, go build an empire. And, and uh, you know, I want you to do all that and infinitely more. You talk of your personal unique fortune. Can you speak to that and let people know what that's about? Well, in One Minute Millionaire, we wrote about the guy who wrote Acres of Diamonds. His name was Russell Conwell, and he did 6,000 talks, made $7 million, founded uh, Temple University. And Russell Conwell said, everyone, everyone, everyone listening, everyone has Acres of Diamonds in their mind that are waiting to pull out. You've got a fortune inside your mind, but you've got to mine, M-I-N-E, your fortune. Nobody can mine it for you. Your wife can't do it. Your kids can't do it. Your boss can't do it. you got to decide in favor of yourself. you got to study some self-help action books. That's the zone I write in. I mean, I'm the world's best-selling nonfiction author, according to Guinness Book of Records. You know, and, and read the kind of stuff I write or my peers write. There's lots of good stuff. You don't have to like Mark Victor Hansen. Go read Og Mandino or Norm Vince Peale or Cabot Robert or Zig Ziglar. You know, and, and there are a lot of great women, Cynthia Kersey and Crystal Dwyer. I mean, you know, uh, Sharon Lecter. I mean, there's tons on both sides, and all of us are good friends if they're alive still, and all of us want more for you than you want for yourself. Who is your, uh, you know, who, who influenced you in terms of mentorship and uh, personal development as you were coming along? Well, um, different times, different people, but originally uh, Bucky Fuller, Dr. Fuller, um, you know, made me, aware that there was one world, there was an ecology, it's better to have pride of ownership, you know, anyhow, all kinds of cool stuff. My father originally, then Bucky Fuller, and then in speaking, a guy named Cabot Robert, and then in writing, obviously, uh, the guys I co-write with now, like uh, Jack Canfield, Dr. Canfield is a Harvard superstar, and Bob Allen is a money superstar, and Art Linkletter has obviously uh, been a superstar in a multiplicity of ways, and, you know, I just want to see how much I can source and serve and help other people really get where they want to go and pull off what they want to do. So in answer to your question, at the biggest level, I've had 44 mentors. i still got lots of people mentoring me. Uh, the woman I just mentioned a second ago, Crystal Dwyer, is mentoring me right now in lots of different areas. And the question is, how much can we do and how much can we get done and how much can we source other people? You mentioned mentorship, and that is so vital. Um, you know, the people that uh, you're around, they say the income level and, and uh, uh, everything is affected by the, the five people that you're closest to. Um, and I'm wondering, not just uh, in terms of, of your prosperity, you mentioned mentorship. 
Can you speak a little bit more to people who may not have that in their life, who may still be working the 9 to 5 and uh, may not know the importance of that type of mentorship and what it can do for someone? Well, mentorship is everything because a mentor means a mentor is a great and inspiring teacher. And I've never, ever found anyone great that didn't have a great and inspiring teacher. And all of us can, to be a great and inspiring teacher or a great and inspiring parent, you've got to have uh, hung out with people that are trying to do their best at parenting or their best at teaching or their best at business or their best at whatever. And we're in this exciting time where if you can't get with a mentor live, and we're saying, hey, look, if you want to be a millionaire, Go take a millionaire in your neighborhood to breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Have a meal with the millionaire is what we call it. And we say in One Minute Millionaire, here's the 12 questions you ask. How did you become a millionaire? Is there a system? Because everybody likes to talk about themselves. I mean, if you, you know, maybe you have to go through two or three people and, you know, you pay for the meal. And then the 12th question you always ask is, is there something that you want to do that you haven't got time that you could mentor me, teach me how to do? And you can take 95% of the profit because once I learn the system, which means save yourself time, energy, and money, I can do the system again and again and again and again ad nauseum and, and make everybody better off and no one worse off. And then I teach, once you make all that money, if you've had good mentors, they should teach you to give 10% back to your church or temple or the cause you believe in, a 501c3 charity. Save 10% because economies always pulsate. And right now we're in a down economy. We're in winter for most people. 25% of the businesses, though, are in summer. They are doing better than they've ever done before with no end in sight. I mean, I can name a ton of businesses that are doing great, but that's who I work with. I just keep shift as an entrepreneur who sells my services and books and that. I just keep going where the market is. There's no end in the market. So you give 10, save 10, and then invest 10, and you get your little baby dollars to make baby dollars, and you live in the other 70%. Now, if you can't do that at the front end, you build up to that. You start at one quarter or one percent, and then you build up to ten percent. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And isn't it fun to know that? I mean, no mm-hmm. one taught me that. I had to learn it the hard way and say, "Holy cow! Yeah, you need to have, you know, some money." This is awesome information. I wanted to know um, before we get too far. You just mentioned that computer. Where can we find out more information about uh, that type of technology? Uh, I'll go online while we're talking here and, and type in the Pulse Pen. I've never done that before. I own them, and I you know, uh, just bought a bunch of them for gifts for Christmas. Wow. Uh, Pulse Pen. Part, Pulse Smart Pen. It's called Livescribe. Yeah. You can just go to the Pulse Live Pen and, and uh, get them immediately. They're cool. selling like crazy. They're sold out just about everywhere, but you can get them, and you can get them in 2 gigs and 4 gigs, and it's uh, a wonderful and exciting little gift that... Uh, you know, once you look at the Pulse, P-U-L-S, Smart Pen, S-M-A-R-T-P-E-N, Pen, from Lifescribe, L-I-V-E-S-C-R-I-B-E. I never went online to look at it before. That's very <laughs> I saw the chairman of the board who our company uh, funded this company, mm-hmm. a company I'm an investor in uh, called uh, Vantage Point, and... Uh, Lifescribe says you'll never miss a word, and it's getting great publicity everywhere, and, you know, Time Magazine and everywhere else. So this is like a way cool idea. It's awesome. I wanted to know, and your cash in a flash, uh, you uh, are talking about entrepreneurship. What do you see for where we're at as a nation? Because we're in this session where the uh, just go out and get a job thing isn't working. Where do you see us in about five years? Do you think that there'll be oh, enough? In five years, we're going to be in the most extraordinary time ever. Mm-hmm. When you come out a winner, you do great things. Let's go okay. back to the first depression of America, 1898. 
Okay. We were out of whale oil, and everybody thought we were going to have to call it a day. And what happened is two little guys went to Titlesville, uh, Pennsylvania. One is Nel- uh, not Nelson, John D. Rockefeller and his partner is Henry Morrison Flagler. They did what's called break oil. Today you and I call it refining. But that allowed a little guy named Henry Ford to sell 14 million cars in one year to get us out of the Depression. And two little guys flew an airplane uh, 12 feet or 14 feet down in Kitty Hawk named Orville and Wilbur Wright, and that got us out of the Depression, got America hopeful. Innovation is what I'm saying gets us out of the Depression. I'm going to tell you the new innovations for us in a minute. But in 29 to 39, the end of the Depression, in 39, the big one, and it was limited to America. It wasn't in Europe. It wasn't in Asia. It wasn't in Latin America. It was just America. And this time we were in a worldwide uh, deep recession for almost everybody in depression. That's why there's no new jobs unless you go create them. And I'm asking you to get off your duff, listen to the kind of stuff I'm teaching, and go create a new job. I'm, I'm saying I personally am going to do everything I can to turn on the key to get America going in its innovation. But the 39 depression we got out of with the television, the computer, Mm-hmm. and a jet plane. And now this depression we're going to get out of with alternative energy, which I'm a big inventor in, uh, investor in, mm-hmm. the Internet, and the telephone. And, um, you know, if people will write their own book and think their way out, you know, sort of like Napoleon Hill said, think your way rich, think and grow rich is what he really said. But, you know, got to think to grow rich, and I'm going to help you do that. How's that? Amen.